All right. Are we live, everybody? Y'all can hear me? All righty. So um, we're about to go on and kick this off for two minutes. Just give us a moment here. everybody doing today great good 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 i like my little intro that i was actually dancing over here like <laughs> yeah that was so cool it took me some time to create that because uh yeah this, this stuff is uh yeah so that's what pretty much my whole weekend was like setting up all this cool stuff because uh, again this is like my first time hosting like so many people at one time. Um, so while we got everybody here, um, I just want to do like a small intro. I do like a small intro. So first off, I want to say thank everybody. Thank you for all coming onto the show. Um, and also for the people that are actually here um, that are like really enjoying uh, the time that's happening right now because we could all be doing something else. So I want to thank you all for being here. Uh, and again, so my name is Anthony. I'm the host of the About That Water podcast, where I help you build strong financial behaviors by bringing on dope people, uh, as you see here in, in the audience, I mean, not in the audience, <laughs> on the panel, uh, <laughs> and also doing like cool interviews and taking phone calls, just trying to figure out best ways to help you uh, build a strong financial behavior. So uh, we're just going to run straight down the list. Um, so I guess you take it to the next one, Tremaine. Okay. So hello, everybody. I'm Tremaine, a.k.a. the 
nine to five landlord. I am an accountant by day. Um, I do real estate at night. And I also co-host the 925 CEO podcast with Zena Dixon. So that's a podcast where we share the stories of people who have nine to fives who have side businesses, businesses, or people who have since worked a full-time business. But we kind of want to get that journey of what it's like juggling a nine to five in a business. Cause I feel like nobody really talks about that. Um, I have a nine to five landlord and course out now where it kind of teaches business. I mean, people with jobs, how to be a landlord while having a job. And I also have a bookkeeping course dropping this Friday, teaching small business owners how to uh, bookkeep their own business. All right, who wanna go next? I can go next. I'm Makita Eaton, one half of the podcast, Chicken Sex and Degrees, uh, where we talk about life's necessities. Um, we really bugged it into like all of those things, Chicken Sex and Degrees, representing different aspects of self-care, nourishment, pleasure, and motivation. Um, my co-host is my friend, Monica Johnson. So we're just two Black women that are just encouraging people to step out on faith and, you know, engage in self-care. Awesome. Next. I'll go next. Hi, my name is Chloe and I'm part of Off Our Hustle. So I started this blog called offourhustle.com um, during the pandemic. And I think it was really important to start because people were uh, losing their jobs, getting furloughed, and uh, people were looking to make different streams of income. So on my blog, I detail every way you can earn more money, grow your money and kind of save more money and learn more about money management. And um, I was a serial side hustler all throughout college and all throughout um, like even right now while I have my nine to five job as a software engineer. So um, I just talk about different ways to make money on my blog and I have a YouTube channel coming soon as well. All right, Courtney. Okay, I'm Courtney Matthews. I'm a tax accountant. I run a firm called MCOR Tax and Accounting, where we uh, focus on bookkeeping, payroll management, accounting, and tax compliance, filing, and prep on the local, state, and federal levels. Um, we'd love to help educate and um, help business owners understand their business finances and also be prepared for tax time which we are in right now <laughs> so um that's what we do but i i'm in love with all parts of business and content creation is one of them so i'm excited about tonight awesome awesome so i just want to say again we have an awesome panel up here so if there's any questions right now inside the audience uh that um Please put all your comments or questions inside the, I'll say this, put all of your questions in the comments and we'll get to them uh, as we go through these. So um, first off, I just wanna say uh, again, thanks everybody for joining because um, one of the things about content creation is, is actually keeping in touch with everybody as we go through this process. And it's really hard to one, stay on topic when we post everything because it's like when you post something and then you get no response and then you post like oh uh you'll see somebody else just have a post-it and just says um encourage and then that'll get more um attraction than anything else <laughs> what is 
what is it that y'all have seen like one of the posts that made it uh more traction that you didn't even think it would go through uh i did a i did a reel for the first time and um it's crazy because like the deep contextual post that i might have you know really giving detail on everything that shit they swiping right by that i might have a hundred and some views on my story but two likes on the actual post right but i did one post that was like three things i do to like be a landlord or to manage my properties and it was going crazy it's like people from australia was liking the comment i'm like what the fuck but you know what i mean that's just how it goes sometimes it, you know it just happens when you don't think it is when you just kind of just keep it organic i think but yeah it's weird Along those lines, it seems like whenever we like show our face, like we'll have like audiograms or, you know, different graphics. But whenever we like sh are showing our face or having videos, that's when people are like engaged and want to know more and comment and stuff. It's actually pretty interesting. I actually get the most engagement off carousels. Uh, um, well, aside from reels, because that is the thing right now. So, but my carousels do really good with likes and uh, saves and shares. That's really what I'm kind of focused on when I post like the informational content and my carousels do really well. So that's why I keep them coming. I try to keep them coming, but, uh, but when I first started doing them, I didn't expect them to, to do so well. So, yeah. Yeah, for me, I've been doing a lot of reels since the beginning of February and all the ones that I think will do well, never do well. And all the ones that I think that won't do well, do well. So it's kind of weird. But I noticed the trend that all the humorous reels that don't might not have a lot of like knowledge content that like I want to share with my uh, followers, like seem to do well because they get shared a lot and uh, people just get more traction with more shares. And the other ones that have a lot of like content that's like good for people to know, like knowledge base, they don't do as well for some reason. I'm like, I guess people don't, <laughs> people like the humorous stuff. Yeah. And cause I was thinking about that. Um, I'm not sure. Have you all tried out the business.facebook.com website yet? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And I noticed something, they just did an update where they show like how, like when most of your guests or most of your followers are active. And I thought that was actually pretty cool um, because for my followers, I think they show like Thursdays and Saturdays is like mm -hmm. the most frequent. Um, have you guys um, figured out like a, what a good time to post or post like the most important content? I don't really post my good stuff, I guess, my educational stuff. I really don't post it on the weekends. Kind of trial and error, but also from the analytics, my people are just not, or they're busy, or they're just not, you know, really there on the weekends. Weekends during the day, um, week weekends during the day do a little bit better than weekends at night. They just don't really do that well, so I just don't stress myself out about <laughs> posting. Then if I post, I post, but. Cause it just doesn't really, my people not there. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing for me. Right? It's not, yeah. 
post I post weekdays because a lot of times the information we be seeing, we kind of trying to start, we're trying to like strike a nerve to somebody that's actually working a job or doing work hours. And sometimes when you're in that work mode and you hear a post that's like, hey, here's how I do this or here's how you do that, it's gonna hit you harder than when you know it's Saturday, Sunday, you about to go out to eat with your friends a little later. You like, oh, I ain't I ain't tripping on that. But it's like when you just got out of a work meeting and somebody telling you information that can get you out of the job, you gonna, you know, you might react to it way quicker. So same thing for me. I try to do it during weekdays, doing work hours. Nice. So um, I just want to let everybody know we just got a, a new guest added on um, from the Black Business Click. So if you can go on and uh, introduce yourself right quick for us all. You're on mute. You're on mute. You're on mute. Can you hear me now? All right, awesome, awesome, apologies. I was just saying thank you first and foremost, Anthony, for the opportunity. Hello to everyone, glad to be here. Uh, my name is G. I am the co-owner of the Black Business Click with my wife, Tina. Uh, we both do, long story short, marketing for Black-owned business. We've been around for about two years now, um, really getting a lot deeper in the actual content creation, really enjoying that aspect. So definitely excited to be here to learn a little bit more from, from you all. Awesome. Thank you so much, G, for joining. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. It's funny when I saw uh, G was posting something and they were talking about like tips and tricks for posting. And they said that they were going to have, I think you guys were going to like release something soon about how to do better with content creation and so forth. And one of the things I was saying, like maybe you can add to the list was not to like or heart a post mean or a comment immediately after they post and the reason why because you get to bring the traffic you can reply to them but make sure you do word replies and then once they done the word reply then wait the next day then like it so you can get more views on that end so that's one of the things i've tried um to kind of help with that so what was one of the tips and tricks that you use Wow, one of the tips and tricks that I use. Um, I really wanted to get a lot more involved with the stories. Um, before we were just doing a lot of posting of our clients and our stories, but I actually wanted to utilize the stories to be more interactive, to show a little bit more of behind the scenes. So I started doing a lot more with just with the family, you know, behind the scenes. I'm a T-ball coach, so here's some clips of T-ball. Here's my kids playing hide and seek. So just being more personable and more humanizing and letting people know this, and I'm just a regular person like everybody else. I definitely think that goes a long way. But um, just from an engagement, like, you know, Instagram, they always have something that they're pushing, whether it's a reel, whether it's a story, but it's different features within that. So one of the things that I like to do is I call it layering. So let's say that if you pull up your story and it has the top three things, you know, if it's, you know, Women's History Month, Black History Month, whatever it is, I like to throw all three of those actually into the story. I minimize them just so it can push the story up a little bit for engagement purposes and it can attract those crowds as well. And then I put my content on top of that. So try to use as much of the features and uh, for each for each story, whether it's real, whatever it is, just try to utilize every single thing that you can per post. Cool, cool. So I didn't even think about that. Anybody else got anything on that? 
Hashtags. Uh, sometimes from a visibility standpoint, if you um, because when I first did that, I noticed it was people that was liking it that didn't even follow me or someone. How did they see it? But certain people follow hashtags. So if like for example, if Courtney were to post something, you know, she put tax or invest in or passive income or something like that. A lot of times you gain traction because people don't might not follow you, but they'll follow the hashtag. So that's one thing I'll say that I do as far as my post to kind of get the engagement up. I think too, with the hashtags, a hashtag that's specific to not only what you do, but your area too. Cause I've gotten a lot of clients and inquiries by it, like a, I'm in Birmingham. So if I put Birmingham tax preparer, Birmingham accountant, I've gotten some engagement from that or even from other accountants looking for help in my area or a question about something in my area. But I also do the areas around me, too. So I'll still put Atlanta. I still put, you know, the major cities around me. Um, So that helps as well. I think kind of going off of what Courtney said, like city specific hashtags, those are a lot smaller. So I try to do like a little balance of like the really popular ones, like personal finance or side hustles or something. And then I also do a balance of like medium ones that are like not as posted often on, because if you do it on the really popular ones then your post gets pushed down like almost immediately and people don't see it as much. And sure, it has a large reach, but at the same time, it'll get pushed down really fast. So I just do a balance of large engagement ones, medium ones, and smaller ones too, so that it stays up longer. All right. Oh. Uh, so there was a question that came through and I thought this was interesting because this is something that uh, I've been working on too. So a role squirrel, uh, her name is Kristen. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. Um, I'm actually watching. She's been supporting the show live for like the past three or four weeks. <laughs> Uh, and the question is, do you make posts every day or how often do you suggest making posts? I don't. (laughs) Oh, everybody said it's post two, three times a day. Um, I don't, I'm not going to say I never have. I have done that. I call it a strategy. I don't think you can do that for a long, I can't do it for a long period of time. So I have done it and you do get, you know, more followers and probably a little bit more engagement. But also what I see happens is everything is blamed on the algorithm, but you're not going to be shown to the same people every single time you post. And so the engagement can kind of go up and down. So right now, I don't post every day, and that's really because I'm just super busy, and I'm okay with that because we got a lot of clients right now, and I need to get my structure together. So I'm okay with it, I'm not really trying to grow followers. I'm not really trying to, you know, play the Instagram game at this moment, but um, I think it kind of depends on what your goal is. If you need clients and you need eyes on your page then you need to have a strategy that may include posting more but i just think that if you posting quality stuff people are going to be looking for your post no matter when you post and that's kind of what i've been seeing like even when i do post if it's twice a week once a week they're showing up because they kind of been like where you at 
And even when I have, when I didn't post those few weeks, when I really didn't post, I gained about 40 followers because the content on my page is is good. And people want, you know, want to stick around. Like they know when I do post, it's going to be some good content. So I think it kind of depends on what you're trying to do. I don't know. Got you. Now, Makita, I think you, um, you guys do, when you guys see your posts, I notice you guys only post like what, twice a week? Yeah. I, yeah. I, that's why I was shaking my head when Courtney was saying, yeah, I don't, po- we definitely don't post every day. Um, well, a couple of times a week. And the most important thing is making sure like what we post is quality and it aligns with like our content, the podcast that we just released or the message that we want to communicate with our audience with that week. Like that's, that's the most important thing, because I think if you get caught up in making sure you post every day, the quality might not be there or like it might not align with what your overall mission is. So. Agree. Agree. Um, like I said, I'm I'm only post if I got something to say and it's like quality and I'm saying something like I'm not gonna repost Will Smith just so I can have some stuff to say to people that's following me. Like, nah. Like if it's in my room of what I do, I'll post. And if I got an idea on something, like a real, you know, I'll create. Like sometimes, you know, when you work in a business, the idea to come to you as you're working on a client, and that's kind of how I like doing it as they come to mind. But I don't just say post, post, post every day. I just wanna make sure when I post. I'm saying something to where if a new person come on my profile and they go through my content, it's quality. Yeah, that's that's really key. And that's what I heard that um, most time when you post, you got to make sure that you stay relevant for at least the next six months um, so people can have something to go back to. Um, me personally, I try to do at least two or three scrolls through somebody brand new. Um, and if I don't see anything, I'm moving to the next one. Um, so... This stuff is is tough. Um, I mean, I was going to say my situation is a little different. Okay. Since since our brand is built on promoting our clients, we absolutely have to post more often. And luckily, because we're a two person team, we we get an opportunity to do so. So, for example, I'm able to do this, so that gives my wife time to focus on the kids, and vice versa. If I'm if she's going to be on with posting, I get a chance to focus on that. So. Having a one-two punch kind of helps out with that. So we do like to post in bulk. But here's the thing. We're taking a step back to focus more on like a more consultative approach. Because all. Uh, thank you, Rose, for a second. Hey, you're on a roll. Hey, I was say he was getting to the good part. Like, <laughs> hey. It's focused, having more focus on every post being an employee. You know, having that call to action, making sure if you are going to post something, what do you want your audience to take away from it? So making sure that post is an employee. That's how we like to think of it now. I agree. And like you said, like, you got to know, like, what you're trying to do on on social media. If you are trying to grow and you need more eyes, then you probably need to be posting more. You know, you need more eyes on your page. And, you know, then you probably do need to be posting more. Um but if you're just trying to nurture the audience and keep the content going, it may not be necessary. But you got to do what's good for your business. Yeah, definitely. And because um, G was talking about with the his wife and then taking care of the kids and tag, pretty much tag teaming. I mean, most of us are doing it solo. So um, when it comes to doing this stuff, do you feel like 
like how is the work life balance happening? Because mm-hmm. I can tell you, pretty much, I, I had to um, be in this basement because it's pretty much where I do the show, like for at least four or five hours after work, putting all the content here together, reaching out to people, seeing who can come, who can't, last minute stuff. Then we got church. That's what we also fighting with too is church around this time frame. I guess Wednesday is a good day for, um, as you could say, uh, what they call it, church meeting <laughs> on a Wednesday. Um, and then everything else is happening. So it it does drain on you because I, I really eat, um, especially when I'm planning something long term. So how do you guys deal with uh, work-life balance? I say automation is key. Really utilizing the best platforms and the best apps to kind of automate your process. And then just knowing what works best for you. For example, our kids are down by nine, 10 o'clock. That gives us more time from 10 to 11 to midnight to one, two in the morning to really batch content create and set our day up in advance. So for like the next week or two, our days are already set up. So utilizing apps like Planoly, you know, helps out tremendously for that. And, you know, really get into batch content, creating and taking that seriously and set aside time just to build that out so you can have more of a balance. Um, I'm taking notes. You said Planoly? Planoly. When you first said that, I said, what balance? But (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) I feel like I have more of a balance now. Um, So recently I just... I hired a social media manager um, and I was really for tax season because I have two pages to run and I just knew running one page was a lot. So I hired her, but then I kept her on (laughs) um, for me. But one thing that I was doing before I had her was um, the, the batch. I didn't, Okay, I would batch plan, then I would batch record. So I couldn't do it all in one day because it was too much for me. It was just too much for me. So one day, typically on the weekend, I would sit and plan the whole entire month. And so one thing that I would tell, I tell people that I mentor is what made it easier for me is have uh, break down your month into weeks. And break down those weeks into something like a series or like a theme or something like that. Um, that way it's easier to keep the content focused on that theme. So for me, when I was doing this, I was doing digital products like every month. I would have a webinar. I would have something coming out every single month. So I knew the key pain points or the key characteristics of this product. And I would break it down into a week. And I would drill down on that topic for a whole week. Whether it's a reel, a carousel, a post, a, a status, a quote, and then I would put in my a picture of me, uh, you know, a video of me and my son. I would sprinkle those in, but the base content I would sit down and plan it week by week, and that would be broken down themes, series. You can do a live series, a challenge, something like that. But that made it a lot easier for me to plan it, and then I would record them on another day um i would try to record during the week and i quickly realized that that was not good for me so i would have to do them um like on a sunday or something or it wasn't gonna get done 
So I would now I do all my reels and stuff. I'll just do them all on. I record them all on one day, and I'll do the captions and edit. Um, kind of, kind of as I go. But yeah, that batch recording and planning is the only way I'm gonna do it. Cause during the week, I'm, I'm gone. And planally, like you said, I have to, po- I have to schedule them to post. Cause like during the day. I, I'm not going to think about stopping to post this. I know I'm not. I I got a post right now. I had since Sunday. And I ain't got a chance to stop. It's just a real, but, you know, just doing what works for you. Weekend planning was my thing. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. I mean, if you want to be all the way honest, I don't lost jobs because of that balance thing. Like, it's real. Like, for example, oh, with me being honest. in <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, during, I mean, it's tax season. Like you working seventy to eighty-five hours for somebody else, and it's like I got content going on. I got courses I'm trying to put out. I got a podcast I have to manage. So it's like I think sometimes you have to get to a point in your business in which you have the time to. But in those initial stages, man, I don't think I don't think balance exists in the beginning just because you know you're trying to scale to the point of sustainability. So it's like how are you going to be balanced before you sustainable? That's just my opinion. No offense to nobody. I think a really important point that I try to keep grilling in my head is to focus on certain platforms that you want to grow in. Because in the beginning, I was like Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, TikTok, and like you have to cross post everywhere. Also, I wanted to do YouTube, podcast, blog. So like I decided to drop a couple of those. So like I don't want to do podcasts anymore, at least for the time being. And so I just want to mm-hmm. focus on my blog and SEO for my blog, Instagram and YouTube. That's like the four things that I chose. And like the other ones will come eventually. But I decided that as of right now, I just can't balance so many different social media platforms and different avenues of growth because there's just too many out there. That's a good point. Yeah, somebody bring up the same question, which was, which is what I was thinking too. It's like, what's that? What software do you use to automatic, to do automatic posting? Like he said, that Planoly, P L N O L Y, I think that's a good one. But you can also do it. You mentioned the Facebook Business Suite. Mm-hmm. You can also do it there too. You can um, schedule them. Um, but you can also do it in Canva. If anybody uses Canva, you can also schedule Yeah. The only thing is you can't do carousels. They'll turn them into like a video and you can't, I haven't found anywhere where you can automate reels yet either. I noticed with Instagram, they allow you to pre-record them and then, then you can schedule those to be posted unless that's only for stories. I haven't seen that for a real yet. Oh, yeah, they must have been, uh... also, you know, you can't use a scheduler like Canva or Planly if you don't have your account set to a business account. Yeah. So a lot of people, their accounts might actually be on a content creator. You are not able to do that or use that function unless you switch it over. I am. That's the kicker. It's always the small stuff. This might be like unpopular opinion, but I don't like using automation just because like I like engaging. So one way I try to bring more engagement to the posts that I post at a certain period of time is by engaging with a ton of people for like 15, 20 minutes before 
I decide to post my reel or like my Instagram post because then people see that I engage with them and they'll be like, oh, what is she up to? And then like come back to my yeah. profile. So I don't like using automation for that reason, but of course everyone is different. I like that. Yeah, I'm going to have to try that one too. So you so you already have something queued up, but you just go around for like 10 minutes posting yeah. that stuff. <laughs> Smart move. I like that. That was a gem. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the hey, that's the beauty of going live too, you know, just being able to utilize that too. So now how do you monetize the, the lives? Because I've been seeing people getting badges and I'm like, I go live maybe once a month. And that's it. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do it. First of all, you gotta do it consistently and and in, in a certain time frame to be able to be eligible. So even if you do it consistently for two days or for a week and then you fall off, you, they want you to keep doing it basically. But I don't, I don't know the exact amount of like, I don't know if, I know YouTube calls, calls it watch hours. I, I can't remember what Facebook, I mean, Instagram calls it views, I think, <laughs> I guess. Um, but you have to have a certain amount of views in a certain time frame to even get the button for eligibility. But then it's some things that you have to do on the back end to get badges. Too. I think it's still, I, I don't know if it's still a follower account minimum that you have to do to get badges yet, but I do know those views have to be there. Yeah, that's one of the things they they don't talk about or it's one of those hidden gems like YouTube just to let you all out know like hey you need this many followers you need this many views you need this much content interactive before you hit these certain levels um, of you know features even with the shorts um, and I was researching and they said that the short views still count towards your overarching view hours and also um, what else they got on there? Something something else that was pretty cool. But when, like, now I understand why everybody keeps saying, hey, like, subscribe, share, and all this fun stuff. Because it's like, you got to hit to the next level, and then that next level opens up to something else. I don't think it's fair. <laughs> Should have some quality content. And, and get you your little blue check call it a day. What else do you need? <laughs> There's red tape for everything. Like you already know. Like that's just that they have to make these types of obstacles or else everybody would be doing it, you know? Yeah. I guess so. Cause like um I think back to like what Chloe was saying about the podcast out of the house. I've seen some really good podcasts early on and they only last for like maybe three months. And I'm like, where's the rest of your content? And that's it. And it's like, but I get it because if you doing all this stuff, you got to promote it. Then you got to get the guests if you're going to have guests. Then you got to turn around and post it if you're going to do video, put it on YouTube. Then you get the YouTube, then you get the audio, take the audio, put it over to the podcast, edit the episodes, put in your commercials. Once you're done your commercials, then you got to promote that particular episode to go back and then pretty much repeat the process. And then not even on YouTube, you have to go in on YouTube, listen to it again, put in all the little chapters in there. Because mm. 
I mean, with Chloe episode, I think I left that alone for like at least a week before I stopped putting in chapters. <laughs> because I was like, all right, let me play this at time two speed. And then I skip a part. Then I got to go back. So this, it's a lot. Um, but they don't. And these are the things that aren't really talked about normally as a content creator. So that's why I wanted to have everybody on is like to kind of see what you guys uh, see um, when it comes to creating your content. Um, outside of obviously we're talking about Instagram posting, but anything else additional for your personal work. So, yeah, I'm not sure if that was a question, but more so a scenario. I wanted to piggyback on what you said, Anthony, just from a podcasting perspective. Um, I have read somewhere, somebody had posted that only 6% of people make it past their 10th episode. Hey, just that alone, that was mind blowing. And I mean, I've checked out you guys. You guys are doing a lot of podcasts. You guys are doing great in that arena. And that's the area where we need to grow. That's where we struggle. Just just like what you said, once you put it out there, you got to edit it, do all the extra work behind it. I'm like, ah, I need help. So yeah, that's our that's our weakness. That's something where we want to grow up. But you guys are doing great in that aspect. Like seriously. So kudos. Yes, shout out to y'all. that's a crazy statistic i did not know that like let me give myself a little pat on the back um it's usually eight almost eight episodes in this like three month gap they might release one more maybe get the nine ten and that's it you talking to me we on we on eight right now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but no we got we got nine already done we're gonna get there i mean just after hearing that statistic it's no way in hell i'm not gonna get yeah. past that so um but no that's facts that's how it is sometimes but hey iron sharpens iron and you have to that's find the like the cadence that's gonna work for you like we don't drop every week we do it every other week you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so knowing like what your cadence is, what your audience, like what they want to listen to. And again, it goes back to like quality over quantity. Like if it makes sense for you to release a podcast every quarter, hey, every quarter it is. But like, don't feel like, you know, it has to be every week type of thing. Like, again, like whatever works for your business, for your brand, like just making sure you're relevant and consistent in whatever, you know, cadence you decide. I think the momentum of starting a podcast is why, like, a lot of people fizzle out because, like, when you first announce it, it's like, yo, coming soon. You know, and everybody's like, yo, this dope, some, 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 and your mama calling you and all that. And then it's like, you know what I'm saying? After four episodes, it's on you now. Like, they ain't coming. They ain't encouraging. They back to living their normal life. And now you got to edit. Now you got to listen for the clip and all that. So it's, it's real. It's real. So you got to really have a real purpose on why you want to do it. Well, I, I, definitely contribute, I definitely contributed to that statistic because I had a podcast about three years ago. That's why I, I got PTSD. I'm like, uh-uh, no. I'm going to have to have an editor. Mm-mm, no. <laughs> I heard somewhere, like, this is kind of relevant, but if you start a YouTube channel, to not promote it until you have five uh five videos up already because if you have one video you promote it everyone gets super excited and they expect you to put the next one out right away right so uh people said to have five so that people have like if you can watch one video then they'll be like oh what other videos that they post already and they'll watch the other ones too and then they know that you're actually in it seriously to actually become a creator mm. interesting yeah you got like a little nugget over there yeah because um yeah. i think david sands when he was talking about his uh his 
I mean, not promoting other people's stuff, but he had a um, podcast creator platform that he wanted to teach people how to create a podcast for like a whole week. And one of the things I'll just listen to some of the snippets. And one of them was to record at least 10 episodes first, have those recorded and then set your tone for how you want to release them and then do it that way. But I've also heard that some people say release your first five already because when they want to listen to you, they can listen to the rest of them and then release the other five in uh, whatever your cadence or rhythm is going to be at that point. So like for me, I'll do it on a weekly basis, but then it became tough because uh, I started off with one ep- like one episode every week. And if he was like, well, you're going to talk about stocks. So I created Trading Thursday. So I started doing twice a week. And I was like, yeah, it's too much work to talk about stocks because it's like news. I'm not, you just watch TV. And then I went back to, and then actually recently because uh, Anchor allows you to put those uh, particular episodes behind a paywall. So I put all my Trading Thursday episodes behind a paywall. So now you got to subscribe to the show to get those episodes. And going forward with the video, because Chloe, your uh, your episode is actually my first video episode that's up on Instagram, I mean, um, Spotify, because they just opened that up now for Anchor um, podcasts only. So I was like, this is my first one. Let's try it out. And the only bad thing about it, I can't see the stats of it. So that sucks. Um, so, oh, no. yeah, it's, but it's learning. You know, we are learning. So. Um, and that's one of the things about being a content creator at the forefront of it all, testing out everything, seeing what fails, what goes well, and complaining to the platform owners. It's like, you know, you know this sucks. Um, I a, can I ask a question yeah. to you podcasters? Um, so I think 9 to 5 Landlord and Black Business Click, y'all's podcast, is it about your business? Or totally different. Okay. Uh, For our podcast, okay. it was with the intention of giving our clients more of uh, just another platform to promote what they do. Um, on top of that, you know, we're humans just like everybody else. So a lot of the, a lot of our listeners wanted to know more about us and just our thing. So we speak about different topics. For example, if we went live with. Nikki Saunders, we went live with Meek University, just different lives that we go with. We speak more to that. We build anticipation of that. We get into events. So we build anticipation of that, whatever is latest and greatest in the news that's relevant to what we represent. Um, we try to add it in there. So it's a little bit of everything, but mainly just for promoting our clients. Okay. What about you other mm-hmm. podcasters? I ask because mm-hmm. oh. I, I have a hard time with, do I make a podcast? If I do one again, do I make it about my business or could it help my business, basically? If I do it about my business, could it help? That's why I'm asking. Uh, on my end, the 9 to 5 CEO podcast, I co-hosted with Zena Dixon, uh, who's also like an engineer that's a software developer that's into real estate. But um, my whole thing is just you can have a job and hustle, too, because that's what I do. So a lot of times for me, the podcast is more like therapy, honestly. Like, I mean... Outside of when we have guests that's business owners that have a job, you know, just going on there and talking about what I'm going through with my business and my nine to five and how I'm juggling and this and that, you know, it's kind of more of a release to me. But when creating it, I kind of did want to create it for people that were kind of like similar to me, you know, that had a job, but a business. Because, you know, when you go on social media, it's all I quit my job, fire your boss. 
everybody's an entrepreneur, but it's like nobody talks about those steps of getting to that point. So that's kind of what led us to creating what we created. Okay. I love that. That's that's super dope. Cause I feel like I'm I'm in the same boat and it's that's all you hear. That's all that's glamorized, you know. Eventually that's not for everybody, you know what I mean? So it's good to have people out there that's again that's humanized. Say, listen, it's not all about the quit your nine to five and just jump off the leap. Listen, if you got a good nine to five and you're comfortable and you're good and you're able to take care of business, why would you stop doing that? You know what I mean? Unless that's what you want and you strive for, but man for real that's facts uh, you know people be saying they quit their job in two months what was you making at the job i mean right i would have did it too it's, yeah it's easily minimum wage you know what i mean but it's like but did you have a career or did you have a job so it's like we right. kind of tell those stories bro because you know it get real on both sides it's tough but it's like you know by giving both ends if somebody had a thought of being an entrepreneur on the side they know what mm. come with it while listening to our podcast mm. Okay. All right. Oh, and uh, Makita, how's y'all? Um, I would say our podcast is like our avenue into like business. Like the podcast was like the genesis, like just because we felt like we had stuff to say, like because we do and we have a unique voice. And now mm-hmm. we're trying to monetize our podcast. We launched some merch and we have some other ideas of things that we want to do to make some money off of like the podcast brand. So just think about like what you're saying, like, I feel like if you want to talk and you have a voice and maybe give your clients voices to how you help them out, that could be a dope podcast idea. Mm-hmm. Like whatever you want to do, it, it it is a way to promote your business, but it doesn't have to be that. Okay. Right. Well, yeah, All tell right. the client stories and you an accountant. I know you don't run into some crazy, you know, I know how yeah. I be on that. <laughs> business, man. I already oh, know, yeah. you know. Oh, they tell you sure. they grow six figures, and you know, you look at that bank statement and transactions, man. Come on, man. Keep it real <laughs> with you. <laughs> yeah, it's true. All right. So I do have a oh somebody said something. All right. So I got I do have a small segment here that uh most of the listeners normally come on around this time for. And this is my drink segment. So hold tight. All right. So when it comes to drinks, I normally try to do something hard liquor, but you know, we have right now, it is cherry blossom season and it's really rampant down here in the DC area. So I'm sure y'all might have heard that pop. I see one on. If y'all listened to the last live, my wife would not go and get the cork. So I didn't have it last week. So we're going to have it today. And this is a cherry blossom. Uh, cherry mosquito, mosquito, however you want to pronounce it. Um, and I, I know not all of you drink, I do. So if you have your drink, please enjoy it today. And then what I typically do is have a uh, open this up to questions, and where we do a little bit of pod decks. Have you all heard of pod decks? No, Chloe, you heard of pod decks. Yeah, we did it twice already, so yeah. I'm ready for this. You also? All right. So uh, let's go on and dive into some pod decks, and we're going to have a great time. Hold on. 
This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. All right. So, again, part of content creation is keeping people's attention. Um, and I know that G had to drop off a little bit because I know they had to do some running. Um, but again, so, um, y'all ready for some podcasts? Y'all just rolling. Y'all just rolling. Here, here. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to expect, but sure. <laughs> so, it's fine. The first question. Oh, I'm gonna put some background music here. Uh, let me see if I can get some music. And by the way, um, I know we didn't talk about equipment, but I love my Rodecaster. By the way, if you guys have one, um, if you don't have one, please get one. If, as a podcaster, it's such a great, lovely tool here. Um, so this is my theme music that I created like 2014. Um, so. Music kind of keep that in the background. I created like 13 minutes long. So, um, so the first question is since that's my first time I start this way. When you wake up in the morning, what is your number one priority? Anybody? My son. I don't, know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I ain't gonna lie. I don't. I be trying to get my head together when I first wake up. <laughs> Mine's probably getting my eyes open because <laughs> the ceiling fan is on, the air is on. Yes, I sleep with both. And my eyes get dry. So I have like eye drops next to my bed. So that's my first priority is make sure. <laughs> My first priority is making sure like I have some like time to like center myself. Like I don't even want to, I don't know if meditation is the right word, but like some time to myself before I like log into work or even brush my teeth. I'm like, you are awake now. Like get yourself together. (laughs) I like to drink water and check the stock market. So yeah, that's what I usually do. I'm like browsing, like what's up, what's down. Are there, is there any big news? And yeah, read my emails before I get out of bed. Uh, for me, usually I'm, I'm trying to, um, I do check the stock market because I, I'm looking at um, what options I'm going to play for the day, um, whether or not to see what's happening while the stock market or the futures are down or up and figure out what, if I need to put some puts in places. Um, <laughs> but usually the first thing I know one priority. All right. Question number two. I'll try to do at least three questions because these are great. Um, what is the best thing? What is the best thing to happen to you this year? Yeah, 
like a lot of sucky things happening to you this year. <laughs> I'll go. The, the best thing so far has been hiring a team um, to help me change over all my systems and help me hire. Um, so that, that has been great. I think for me, it hasn't happened yet, but I've been looking forward to it all of this year because I have my tickets, but um, I'll be working from Korea for two months from April 15th to June 15th. So it'll be a lot of fun. I'm going to be making a lot of vlogs over there, probably doing some YouTube, things like that. That's right. Because the last time we talked, that was your wish. And talk about manifestation. <laughs> See, you made it happen. Got it approved. Booked my tickets. Now I'm going. That is so awesome. Else? Uh, <laughs> for me, I think it'll just be uh, dropping this second course, uh, this bookkeeping course, honestly, because, you know, of course, it's like it's like a book, which is like an album, because it's like you can you can sell it forever. So it's like no matter what I do, whatever content I put out, if somebody's a fan of me and they want to see what I have going on, it'll always be there for somebody to purchase. So I said, of course. Okay, mine is like a little like corny. Um, mine is... I feel like this year I've given myself more permission to like fail and like release control. That's fine. I don't think that's corny. No, okay. No, well, thank you. I mean, <laughs> if you think about it, like a lot of people don't give themselves permission to fail and they always stress out. It's a daily choice. Let me be clear. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, I actually thought this was, um, I thought everybody was going to be on and all that fun stuff. I already knew that uh, G wasn't going to be able to stay long, but to have two people just kind of um, like really three people, not four people actually, uh, the not one person no show, no information. Two people at least informed me of you know like hey I'm not going to be able to make it or um, things are happening and. Um, so right now, I have to say the best thing that happened to me right now is just having you all here because it, this is like my first time doing this and I'm actually having an awesome time. Yeah. So I'm just Hi. glad everything worked out. So, uh, Okay, last question from the pod decks. What is the best present you've ever received? Somebody would give y'all some sucky gifts or something. <laughs> no best gifts? Probably my first car. Um, my brother, he gave me his old car, which was only two years younger than me. So obviously it was an old car. But I was just grateful because I was like 17 and, you know, I had wheels. So Nice. All right. Well, I'll go. I'll bought all my. Okay. Good. You say you bought all your presents? Yeah, I, mean, I, said, I, bought all, I bought all my best presents. Me know. too. Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so you might have to say that. Then, what is the best present you ever bought yourself? How about that? Yeah, pod decks. Oh, the cool thing with pod decks too, if you're not, um, if, since you all are not play with it, is that you can actually put in requests, um to have certain questions at it 
Um, and then you can actually like customize your decks. So they do have a digital platform. Um, I like to use the actual decks since I pay for them. <laughs> so <laughs> just, just do it that way. Um, but yeah, that is a good thing. What is uh, the best thing you ever bought yourself? The best present you ever bought yourself? Um, that was probably my car. I, I um, got my dream car last year. It was on my vision board for like a year and a half. So that's probably mine. Yeah, for I, me, I my best gift was probably last year where my boyfriend got me my podcast mic and my camera for YouTube. So I didn't start a podcast and I haven't even started my YouTube yet, but it's like sitting there and it makes me keep trying to want to start it, I guess you can say. I usually use my mic now. I'm using it right now, but um, yeah. Um, I would say the thing I bought myself was just my rental properties. Because, you know, when stuff went left with the job, I still had income. So it's like, that saved me. For real, for real. Nice. Yeah, yeah I was going to say my house. Um, because eventually it's, it will make money for me. So, yeah. I have to say my best gift was... Uh, I'll say the gift that keeps on giving. Um, it's just books. See, um, and obviously this laptop that I'm running everything for, <laughs> kind of for a replacement. I actually got a new replacement, um, but I need new attachments. I don't know what they did with the, because I have a Mac, so this is like a Mac Air that I bought back in 2013, and it's still running and kicking that we living off of now. And then I'm just got this Mac, what call it, the MacBook Pro, but the USB ports aren't the same, so they all like C ports, and I'm like another attachment so that's the only gift i would say one of the best gifts i got so that's uh it for pod decks um let's see what else i usually have i usually have like questions from the guests um i only got like two minutes left is anybody uh, strapped for time you know good to take questions from the guests you said no <laughs> all right let me um, make sure my phone is attached to the pod. See this Rollcaster, which it is. And we're about to have some guests. All right. So for those of you who are watching and or listening, uh, please make sure you give us a call. Um, I am taking phone calls right now. You only get to ask one question, and then you hang up. Not taking a full conversation. Okay. Yeah. So if anybody want to call, please call it. Um, yeah. I do like this platform now. Um, like I said, I, I love the Rollcaster because, again, as one of the, the tools that I use to kind of help um, you know, bring everybody together, which is just doing this stuff. So. But people usually take forever because they can't read it with the scroll. Before anybody call, what's up? What's what's next for all of y'all that's on here though? I know I don't know y'all, but I'm following every single one of y'all. So, so like, you know, what y'all got going on next, you know, each one of y'all. Now I feel like I, I want a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um right now, wrapping up tax season. Um 
like tax season was was great. It, it's always great. But my accounting division is just growing so fast. And so I'm looking forward to, we just hired um, two new people. So I'm just looking forward to kind of being able to step away from being so hands-on in my business um, and empowering my team to handle things. I'm excited so I can go travel and stuff. And Maya? Yeah, I guess for me, it's definitely starting my YouTube. I did say I would publish my first video in March, but it's ending up going to be April. I'm editing this weekend. So probably that. And also, I am studying for my real estate license, and I'm planning to take the test in August. So we'll see how that works out. Oh, good luck. Thank you. Um, well, for us, uh, we drop episodes every other Wednesday. So this Wednesday coming up, you'll find another episode from us at Chicken Sex Degrees. Um, and you can listen to our podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts and check us out on Instagram. Um, me personally, I have some projects on the way. They're like still in the beginning stages, so I don't want to like talk about them yet. But stay tuned. Everything will be talked about on Chicken Sex Degrees. So. Nice. Uh, for me, um, with this show, because I actually do have a business planner, like supporter, um, like a business coach, and we meet like once a month. So one of the things I do have coming up is um, one, I need to start ramping up, getting ready, ramping up season two, start doing a, um, a I guess you could say like a composite episode. And then start transitioning for season three. So some of the art um, that I'm putting out, just kind of a tester feeler um, on Instagram, is just kind of one of those things. I would just want to see what people gravitate towards, and then I can start using that as the album art, and then also the art for season three for the YouTube channel. Um, but I'm not sure yet because uh, I kind of do like the art for the YouTube channel because it's like the green bar is <laughs> what you see. Um, and then you know that it's my show uh, versus if I were to switch it up, then it's like, well, is it still a show or did it change and so forth? So, um, and that's one of the things I'm kind of looking forward to uh, within the next few months. It looked like Carla came on. What about you? Oh, uh, shit, I got this uh, this bookkeeping course dropped on Friday. I'm excited for that. Uh, the pod, I, I didn't need all of y'all to be on the pod, man. Um, just trying to scale the pod up content, uh, this real estate. I'm trying to get a line of credit because I got equity in the, my primary that I bought two months ago. But I might have to get a job just to say I got check stuff because, you know, you got to be in self-employed for two years in order to use that. But yeah, I got a lot coming up. So I'm just trying to stay busy and just be consistent, more importantly. Nice. Yeah. That consistency piece is um it's a kick in the butt. Um, I guess it goes to like what uh Makita was saying earlier, is just finding your rhythm, sticking with it. Cause I'm like, for me, once a month sounds like a good rhythm at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do y'all batch record or do y'all record as 
as you go. I record as I go, unless I get like a lot of guests all of a sudden want to line up um, because I have the Calendly set up. And I think three of you have been on the show already. Uh, Makita, I got to get you on there. Um, yes, I have your partner on because he does uh, the vending machine. Yes, Giants Vending. Um, yes, Monica be making money moves as well. She's killing it with the vending machine business. Um, we yeah, started so records because like, I, I co-hosted with somebody else, so we try to do two to four on a weekend because we release every Wednesday. So that way, if the next week she got something going on, I got something going on, we kind of still got content to put out. But we try to batch record for sure because you definitely get run into that if you just do you know week by week because life happens for real for real. What about you, Matilda? We record as we go, especially since like our topics are kind of like fluid, like depending on how we're feeling or what's going on. Um, so it's as we go basis and unless like we know like, you know, Memorial Day weekend coming up, let's record this a little earlier. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, we definitely have to batch record. <laughs> and just find like even um uh, another thing that a lot of people don't talk about um, when you start planning out your your episodes is to try to figure out a good how long do you want the episodes to be um, because they don't talk about that. For me, I have long form content, which is anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour. And I think the longest I had was two and a half hours. So um, and I just go based on what my listeners say, like they say they really enjoy the long ones because when they rides back and forth to work have like a half hour in and then they listen to the other half when they go home um but some people feel like the 10 minute ones they kind of good but then they have to keep listening to other ones just to kind of fill the gap of while they're driving so yeah might have to do that for youtube as well so i kind of understand that i like the longer ones because I, I like to just put it on and listen to it while I'm working or something like that. So definitely going to be right. checking out right. y'all's podcast because I listen to podcasts while I'm working all the time. So so what type of stuff do you do? Um, something where I don't have to keep looking at the screen. So if I can just listen and glance over occasionally, then I like stuff like that. So um, interviews, discussions. I don't really do the current events, pop culture type of thing. I this is just not, not my thing. I, I like topical things like, are, are we talking about business, money, real estate, whatever it is. I like the topical type of things, not just pop culture things for me okay i keep that in mind so yeah definitely gotta check out i see uh chloe's episode was episode 30 season two episode 31 and i had tremaine's episode what was that 20 season two was that 18 i had on all the screenshots because i took a <laughs> 
I took a quote from everybody's episode, uh, put it up there. So I'm horrible with dates sometimes. So yeah, don't judge me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll just say start it again. Just start dirty. Start fast. Give yourself permission to fail. Mm. And and just learn. Mm-hmm. Learn and grow from every episode. Um because I try to tell people, I mean, some of the people that are listening or watching now, I think it's only three eyes left. Um, but it's like my very first episode was just me pretty much talking about my life um, and then why I got started. But it wasn't as fancy or clean. And then now it's just like just throw everything out there, see what happens, because I was afraid to fail. Um and I'm still like that now. That's the reason why I haven't put out anything. And I, the reason why I haven't put any of these live, live episodes out there yet um, is because I'm like, how do people want to receive these? I'm not sure yet. So. Well, you got a whole flow there. Yeah, I don't know for damn sure this one better be out. Yeah. All right, I got you. Yeah, <laughs> you got the theme song. You got the music. You got the night. Got the segments. Right. You got commercial oh. segments and shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's the whole show. Right. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'll, I'll do it. Um, because ultimately, I want this to be like a full show. That's ultimately what I want to do. I want to have it like, you know, I got a, like a little podium. I'm like, hey, what's going on? We're gonna play some Jeopardy today. We got some live guests and. Apparently, like I can like share my screen when I do like a share screen or picture in picture type deal with this thing. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to that point. Um, that's ultimately where I want to go. And then but it doesn't I- have to start there. Like to shout out like to my co-host. Like one thing that I always hear saying like done is better than perfect. Like you have to start somewhere. Like I, but I I like I'm here with you. Like I totally get it. But like you know you gotta. You got to jump. Start now. Get fancy later, man. You got the rest of your life to get fancy with it, man. Just start that and see what happens, man. Like so many people yeah. I talk to, even in business, where it's like they want to start something that's like, I'm trying to perfect my logo. Like, man, fuck your logo. <laughs> that shit out, man. You have a logo. Yeah. Nobody knows you, fam. Like, Let me see what I got to show you my first logo. It, y'all going to laugh, but I'm going to be vulnerable <laughs> with y'all uh, since... So say that many people watch it, so I could do that. Um, my very first logo, I was actually thinking I'm up here doing something, and I was like, Yeah, I just want a wallet with the uh, I'm gonna find it with the uh, like a W in it just to kind of make it look like a wallet. And you know, my limited skills here, and I'm only using like paint. Oh, you much. did it yourself, <laughs> yes. Uh, where's my logo? See if I can find it. Yes, here we go. So this is. I'm gonna share my screen. I just gotta get the what's the thing. Figure out what it want to put. Which uh, window is gonna put it on? Um, yeah, I'm like super nervous showing you guys this, but <laughs> because it's it's so horrible. You're like you did the third grade of these. So bad. All right. This is the reason why I need to get a new laptop was because, you know, this thing is old and it takes forever to process everything. So I got to close out some maps. Um, 
Come on, machine. All right. If you guys ever use a Mackie, you know Keynote is like heavily uh, process oriented. So just wait for this thing. It's just bouncing. Well, I've actually had the same logo since I started my firm. We changed the colors, but it's the same logo, and we got it from Fiverr. <laughs> 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 but it works. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I did hire somebody to do the current logo that you see now. All right, here we go. All right, let me see what I share my screen. Share screen. All right. And I was thinking I was doing something with the uh, with the colors in the background and everything. So uh, where is it? No. Keynote. Oh, come on. I have to do my Chrome permissions. All right. It's not allowing me to share it because I don't have Chrome permissions. I don't apologize. I'll probably post it later. Um, well, we know you started, man. That's it matters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Started. So, I mean, I tried something and it didn't look right. And then, like, even like for my vision, I'll, you know, I'll post it on Instagram. I'll do that. Uh, so everybody can see it, um, where I started at and then where it ended up being. So, um, again, I know it's running a little late, so I'll let um, you guys, if y'all want to do it like a closeout on where everybody can find you all at or, and then we can uh, just call it wraps. Sounds good. All right. Uh, who wants to go first on where everybody can follow you? You're on mute. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. It's Tax Coach Courtney. And my firm page is MCORE Tax, M C O R E T A X. Um, if you need help with bookkeeping, accounting, payroll, taxes, uh, uh, we're approaching the tax deadline. So if you still need to file your taxes, um, let us know. You can. Send one of those pages a DM, or you can go to mcortax.com, M-C-O-R-E-T-A-X.com. All right. Thank you so much, Courtney, for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Anytime. Who wants to go next? Well, you can find us on Instagram at Chicken Sex Degrees. Um, you can listen to us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Um, you can also buy some merch if you go to www.chickensexdegrees.com. Awesome. And thank you so much, Shakira, for coming on. Next. Okay, I'll go. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at 925landlord414. Um, if you have any bookkeeping or accounting related questions, I do do consults. Um, if you want to follow the 925CEO page, the page is at official 925CEO podcast. It's also in my bio. So if any of y'all got any questions about anything as far as accounting, bookkeeping, or landlording related, you know, don't hesitate to shoot me a DM. 
Thank you so much for definitely supporting the show and coming on for this episode. Thank you, sir. Last but not least. And I guess I'm next. All right, you guys can follow me at Off Viral Hustle on Instagram or on TikTok. I post a lot of content related to credit cards, side hustles, and investing. I also have a blog at offourhustle.com. If you're looking for your next side hustle, I've done everything from like starting a resin business to hair modeling to being a brand ambassador for brands such as Xbox and Amazon. So there's a lot of good content on my blog. And yep, that's it. And I have 26 credit cards. So if you're looking for your next credit card, definitely check out my Instagram. Yes, you do. I thought you got like 27. I thought you just supposed to you got your 27th credit card. Yeah, but I had closed one. So now it's 26. <laughs> nice. All right. Thank you so much for coming on the show again, Chloe. Greatly appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. All right, everybody. Uh, again, so this is the About That Wilder podcast show where I help you build strong financial behaviors, not with alcohol. Um, but with one conversation at a time. And I thank you all for being on the show today. Y'all have a good day. All right. Bye.